Welcome to the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast, where it's all about, you guessed it, grant writing and funding made easy so you can increase capacity, grow funding, and advance your nonprofit or freelance mission. Now, let's hand it over to your host, grants expert and author Holly Rustic, so you can increase your funding and drive impact. Hey, Changemaker, it's Holly Rustic here with Grant Writing and Funding. Welcome to the podcast. I'm super excited that you chose to join us today as we're going to be discussing some really awesome things about Giving Tuesday and how to develop a story. And this is great for you who may work in a nonprofit and you're really looking at increasing your donors and maintaining donors. And this is also great for you to listen to today if you are a freelance consultant who works with nonprofits. So in this way, it could be another skill that you develop to help serve nonprofits. Um, And this is also tied in with grant writing pretty well, as you do need to tell a story in grant writing. But it does relate more to overall getting donors, different types of uh, crowdfunding campaigns, Giving Tuesday campaigns, and overall individual donor campaigns. I have Dan Portnoy on the show today, and he is amazing. He's based in L.A., And he is just fantastic as far as working with nonprofits and working with for-profits. He works in the movie industry. He works in the trailer, like the movie trailer industry. And he also works in the nonprofit world as far as helping develop these stories that really grab people's attention and goes from the thing of give us money to join us in our campaign. And there's such a different kind of journey and narrative that comes out of that, just how you kind of look at that, how your donors will look at joining your movement rather than giving you money. This really is a nice twist as far as to what you want your donors to be thinking about when they're giving to your nonprofit. So he is an expert. He also has a book called The Nonprofit Narrative that really talks about how to develop a story. And he's also giving a free giveaway, which is a 40-minute online course for free that gives you the framework on how to do a Giving Tuesday campaign. Now, I know we are right around the corner from Giving Tuesday, so this might be something you jump on and you push out now, right? You don't have to do these huge campaigns that take weeks and weeks to build up, although that's not a bad idea. But at the same time, a Giving Tuesday campaign can really be set up just to have some momentum as you go into your end of year giving. And he's going to be talking about that today. So, but before we get into um, that conversation with Dan, which I know you're just going to love, he's fantastic. I want to go ahead and also announce, we have episode 100 on the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast coming out next week. So please do join me next week as we celebrate that. We're going to be doing something fun. So please do stay tuned for that. And also I have a great, ah, so I'm so excited to mention this. I've been talking about this for over a year now and it's finally here. Drum roll, please. All right. Yes, it is the revised grant writing book, The Beginner's Guide to Grant Writing. Tips, Tools, and Templates to Write Winning Grants. That is being released this Friday, which is Black Friday. You may be listening to that at another time. So just to give you a really good context of where we're at, 2019, uh, Thanksgiving right this week, and it will be released on this Friday, November 29th. And I am giving, in celebration of Thanksgiving, Black Friday, and Giving Tuesday, I'm doing a really, really fun campaign. So I'm giving you 90% off the selling 
tag. This Friday, all the way through to Giving Tuesday, I'm giving you 90% off the price of what it's going to be selling at on Amazon. So please do check it out. You can jump over to grantwritingandfunding.com and you will see all the information on how to get there. Or you can send me an email, holly at grantwritingandfunding.com and I will be sure to get you that information. For those of you who are already on my newsletter, you will definitely get an email delivered to your inbox. So please do watch out for that email this week. I'll send you a few emails to make sure that you get it. So I probably will be in your inbox a little bit this week, but it's all because I want you to get this deal. I want you to get the book at such a great discount. Join my mailing list so you can get all this great information delivered right to you. If you're not sure how to get on my mailing list, just jump over to grantwritingandfunding.com and you can sign up for the free grants formula and that will get you on my list. Or you can just send me an email at holly at grantwritingandfunding.com and say, add me to your list and I will make sure to send you these great discounts. So please do help me in celebrating this week to get your book at this great discount. So yes, I look forward to hearing from you this week and seeing what you guys are doing as well in all your campaigns. And I also just wanted to give a great shout out to Zach Woonsum, who was on our podcast last week. So if you did not get that podcast, if you weren't able to check it out yet, please do. It's episode 98. Anyways, after the show, after we had recorded and everything, Zach sent me an email saying they just got his uh, nonprofit, just got a grant for $5,000. So congratulations, Zach. This is awesome. (laughs) So good work. So you guys might be interested in that as I thought, man, this is so great. He was just asking about how to get grant funding last week. And all of a sudden he already has a grant in the door. All right, guys. So I hope you enjoy this podcast. And just to introduce our guest, Dan, once again, he is the founder of Portnoy Media Group and the author of The Nonprofit Narrative, How Telling Stories Can Change the World. For over two decades, Dan has worked with the toughest outposts of Fortune 500 companies to get them back on track with big results. He is a sought after to help flesh out ideas, coach teams, and lead senior staff through the digital age. He is a story expert and builds narratives that remove the barriers between traditional cultivation and acquisition. All right, so that is Dan Portnoy of Portnoy Media Group. I hope you enjoy this podcast. Please give us some love on YouTube. You can also check us out on the Grant Writing and Funding YouTube channel if you would like to see that. Or please leave a review on iTunes if you enjoy this podcast. Anyways, I hope you all have a happy, happy Thanksgiving. I have so much to be thankful for this year. And you, my friend, by listening to this podcast, are someone that I am super duper grateful for. So thank you for being a part of my life. Thank you for listening to this show and just being a change maker in the world as you work in nonprofits and for nonprofits. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. All right, guys. All right. Hello. Welcome to the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast. I'm your host, Holly Rustic, and I am here today with Dan Portnoy. I'm super duper excited because we always talk about change makers out there. We talk about how do you get money for your nonprofit or the nonprofits that you work with. And Dan, he is a leader 
in telling stories and having that story communicate to either people, donors that are out there that might be interested in giving to your nonprofit, but they have no idea what your story is. So they're just not going to give to you or just communicating that even through media, marketing, social media, all of that fun stuff that so many of you nonprofits out there, you know, you ask me questions, you're emailing, you're saying, how do I do this? Well, Dan's on the show today to tell us how to do this and how to do it well. All right, Dan, so you are the founder of Porno Media Group and you have like extensive experience, couple of decades worth of actually telling stories. You're also the author of The Nonprofit Narrative, which is amazing. And you have some more books coming out that we're gonna be talking about today. So anyways, Dan, welcome to the show. So great to have you on. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, so anyways, can you give us a little background story about you? Like what got you into storytelling and working with nonprofits? Cause I know you also, you're out in LA, you also work with for-profit. So you have a nice mix because telling stories isn't just for nonprofits, it's also for for-profits. Mm -hmm. So yeah, give us a little background. Sure, sure. Well, I started working with uh, a nonprofit. I was a media director for a uh, church actually in Virginia about 17 years ago, I think it is now. Mm -hmm. uh, it was like, uh, and, and I just, just like a lot of things, you just kind of fall into the process. I had a really, uh, what's, what's funny is I had a, a boss that kept pushing me into the things that I love, which is weird uh, because usually we talk, you know, usually you don't have uh, bosses who are like, try new things. Um, usually it's like, don't try new things, only do this thing, you know, and it was a pretty wild experience that way. And then I moved out to LA about 11, maybe 11 years ago in February. And I kind of, I was working on, I was producing and I was fixing some production stuff uh, with, a, it was a film project, but it was a film project that a nonprofit was doing as a result of some work that I had done in Virginia about, I, I made a movie called The Great American Road Trip. And it was, uh, it ended up becoming just a web series, which was, whom I don't even know what I was doing. It was really, if it wasn't for the rest of the guys on the trip, um, it would, I, I don't think it would have gone anywhere. It was, they were really great. They really saved my butt. But um, I ended up moving out to LA and through a weird twist and turn of events, as it sometimes happens, I ended up at Union Rescue Mission, mm -hmm. um, which is a homeless shelter here in LA at like a huge one, like 255,000 square feet. Like they, at the time they were housing a thousand people. They were doing 3000 meals a day. It was just absolutely insane the volume of what they were doing. And they're right on the edge of Skid Row. And so ended up talking with them, ended up working with them for a couple of years. And we changed the way that they communicated. And it was basically through some basic storytelling principles of just like, okay, we need to communicate to people. And one of the things that like nonprofits, nonprofits have a great story. I think that nonprofits can beat most for-profit companies in their storytelling ability because mm. it's not connected to a widget or it's, right. it's actually like, here's the story that we're betting our lives on. Here's life and death. Here are the stakes. So there are a lot of huge advantages that way. And so I uh, was working with them and we changed the way how they were communicating to their uh, group through the way they were raising money digitally. And basically that's the story of the nonprofit narrative. What I did with them, I actually just converted and put it in book form and shared it so everybody else could know as well. And I don't think it's a uh, drastic, it's not like go read all the books I've read and then you can do it. It's, it's very simple because I think that storytelling is in our DNA. Mm -hmm. um, so I think as, I mean, even in the small bit that we've talked, it's like, there's just all of a sudden there's an understanding when we start talking about story and you start talking about 
how it moves and how heroes rise and mentor characters and things like that, as it all starts flowing together, it's like everyone goes, yeah, yeah. Nobody, nobody's saying, I've never heard of this. Right. What's a twist? What's a, you know, what is rising action, falling action? We can get technical and maybe technical terms might not be known to everybody, but Mm -hmm. everybody understands a good story. Um, And we have since we were, you know, five. So, so that's what the nonprofit narrative kind of draws on there. Since then, done uh, work all over the production uh, side of things from uh, writing and producing and directing and, you know, getting the coffee, whatever it is, um, just, just all over the place, uh, whatever needs to be done. And then do a lot of consulting and talking with organizations about, you know, where they're going and do some, you know, official corporate storytelling uh, kind of stuff and workshops. And, you know, you, and usually what happens is there's usually an internal communication problem first that we have to fix. And then we, we move outside because usually if a company's having or an organization's having a tough time communicating their vision, it's because not all the ducks are in a row in their universe. So it, they're spending a lot of time like trying to manage this while trying to broadcast at the same time. So we'll, we look at kind of everything usually like, so how do you think you're doing? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, how does the market think you're doing? You know, and like, we do some some quick checks. I mean, and the other part is like, it's funny, you know, a lot of consultants say the word like audit, which uh-huh. is usually code for this is going to take a while and it's going to cost you a lot. Right. And I think we can audit a nonprofit inside like two days. Like oh, yeah. it's really fast because you're just talking about like, okay, so where are your stakeholders? How do you guys feel about stuff? Because usually most times when a nonprofit's saying I'm having trouble with something, they have a lot of times I feel like when, when I get involved, there's uh, it's like they have a great garage full of incredible tools and they just need a mechanic. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, wow, you guys have a great setup here. I can just start mm-hmm. doing the thing. And then usually I try to teach their team how to do it at the same time because I'm a big fan of like don't just give people fish but teach them how to fish kind of idea and like essentially work myself out of a job and be like Mm -hmm. hey I'll just check with you on a phone call in a year you know like that kind of thing and because I think uh, really in the in the end uh, for me it's really more about um, helping people tell the best story that they can the organization the Mm -hmm. person whatever they're into And, and I get a lot of satisfaction out of that right no, I see that too. It's like a lot of times with nonprofits too, um, if they have new members of their board coming in and that sort of thing, they may not know the mission statement. It may need to have evolved by this point in time, or you have the executive director who's telling one story about what the nonprofit is, and then you have program officers telling a different story from their own experience and their vantage, right? And then you have board of directors saying something else. So nobody's telling the same kind of story, if you will, of what the nonprofit does or even what the mission is. So it does become very convoluted. And I, I see this as very common. And it's not that they're not reaching whatever vision they may have, but it's all they, they have different visions and they have different missions of getting there, even though there might be similar streams, but it's still not consistent, right? So do you come in and, and is that something that you release? maybe start with to kind of let's first kind of refine what we're actually saying unilaterally, like, you know what I mean? Like what we're saying together and then how, how that's communicated or. Yeah. So we want to come in and and talk first about like where, where they are. Let's assess. And again, the assessment is usually done before we ever sign contracts. We like, Mm -hmm. we'll talk and see where you are. And then, cause I'm also looking for good fit as well, because some people will say like, Hey, we're ready to go, but they're not ready. So right. we kind of temper that as, as best we can. But once once we've 
found uh, once the company is like, uh, or the organization is like, we're ready to go, let's do this. The first thing we work on is, uh, yeah, kind of where are you and what's happening? And I'll just be like, just unload. Tell me all the problems right now. Let's just get them out there. And then we get real crystal clear on what are we trying to do? Are we just trying to make a campaign? Are we trying to change the trajectory for the whole year? So we don't want to put, so we want to have kind of a slow start and up into something instead of like, we want to do a, a cannonball in the deep end kind of mm-hmm. thing, which is a, a thing I like to do with campaigns because you get a lot of you get a lot of traction quickly, but it it can be also off putting to your current audience because right. I can get a lot of new eyeballs, but if if it kind of goes against the DNA of the organization, it can be problematic. So we like to get really crystal clear on what what their message is, what they're trying to do, what they're trying to accomplish, and where do we want to go. And it might be just like because we we when I'm talking about uh, campaigns, it's usually like, are we trying to raise awareness? Are we trying to get volunteers? Are we trying to raise money? And yeah. um, what's funny is if we're talking about money, then we it, we almost stop talking about money because like if people get so honed in on money, so then I go, okay, so we're talking about storytelling. Now we have to really get the, the storytelling piece together. Cause, and then we start looking at, at some data because mm-hmm. um, when I worked with Union Rescue Mission, we increased their average donor and just that small little bit, and it was to the to a factor. I think we increased the average gift by twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, average gift mm-hmm. for the year. So the mm-hmm. average gift. So that turned into millions of dollars, right? Um, over the year, and that's mm-hmm. right. And so it was just like this great thing, and we just figured out. I mean, granted, this is ten years ago, so it was like what they were doing on email, and what we do on email now is so different than what we did then. I mean, the web totally works different, but. You know, at the time, it's funny because at the time you were like, we should advertise on MySpace or whatever it was. It's like, <laughs> and, it, and it was funny because I was like, don't do that, guys. You're leaning on. A, and, and I still feel that way. You know, don't lean on some other platform, but uh, use it. Sure. Heck yeah. But so, yeah, we, we just kind of work through their their key pieces and we start with like their core. So we look at their core values. We look at their mission statement. And then you know, one of the funniest things I actually talk about in nonprofit narratives, usually the first conversation is like, so tell me what you do. And yeah. usually there's some sort of 15 minute teary <laughs> story that happens right. and it's beautiful. Like it's not, it's, it's not uncommon but, and it's beautiful and it's great, mm-hmm. but that's not going to work in Instagram. So I just say, okay, well, how do we condense this down to a sentence? How can we get your message together? really quickly so that in the lizard brain because when you're asking someone for donors you're asking for money it's a pitch usually so from a pitch standpoint we want to do something that doesn't activate the lizard brain you know that Mm -hmm. starts signaling like oh man they're gonna ask me for money you know that phone call you get when you know there's like uh, i like have a missionary friend or whatever and they're like hey i just (laughs) want to catch up with you and you're like i I know what this is like all of a sudden i'm activated like Okay, and so I'll just say things like, "Are you are you asking me for money?" Like, I'll just let's cut to it. Let's just yeah. jump. Yeah, and they'll be like, "Well, yeah." And like usually, if somebody's if we're having that conversation, I already know who they are and what they're doing and right. that kind of thing. And now you know it's really quick. Then I can be like, "Yes, no." And we want to do kind of something similar, but we want to dress it up in the DNA of the organization, and so that there is a piece, a, a story movement instead of it just like a, "Do you want to give money?" No, yes, no, because the yeah. answer is. Everyone's going to say no. If I just put it like that, no. 
Especially if but you don't if know I the say, organization, right? Like, yeah. you have that relationship and they're like, give, and you're like, uh, you know. Maybe not. So, no. Yeah. So, right. and it's similar to grant writing. I like what you're saying because, you know, a lot of people, they, oh, can you, you know, this, this grant didn't get awarded. Can you look at it? And it's like this flowery three-page teary introduction like you're talking about. And I'm like, oh, in the world of grants, that doesn't work either. We need just like, you know, a couple of sentences about why you were founded and you, right. know, you have your five right. degree. It's like it's like data points. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't know to in the in the grant writing thing, so you uh, I do know there has to be a, a story piece to it, right? I mean there's a lot of news though too, a lot of data, right? Yeah, a lot, a of, lot data of data driven. This is what we're doing, this is where we're headed, yeah. that kind of piece. But yeah. It's more about outlining like your objectives and your goals and how you're going to reach them in your evaluation piece for the new project that you want money for. So, mm. and you just talk about, here's the grants that I've won before. This is how we manage them just right. to kind of show credibility. But the story piece is very technical and different. It, there's is some components mm. of a story, but it's more about, it's more like a business plan. So, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. I think the problem is, I think that, so the, the funny thing to me is like, if someone has just written an incredible grant, Mm -hmm. those are the seeds for incredible storytelling because all of it's already combined it's like i've got the data here i've got a whole lot of information and now it's now we start with uh the piece you know if we don't want to in storytelling i have to give you a perspective right i have to give you a point of view or it doesn't work i have to i'm giving you opinion i'm flavoring in opinion just like because you don't start the the armchair quarterback on monday morning doesn't say like Hey, listen, uh, the Chiefs scored 399 yards. That's not what they're leading right. with. That's part of the story, but it's not mm -mm. what you lead with. You start with, like, did you see the game? You know, like, yeah. set the stage, right? You know, uh, that's that's so important. But I, And I think that most nonprofit marketing managers and grant writers and uh, development directors are tired. Like, yeah. it's tiring. <laughs> this is not, I mean, 2009, like, took out, everybody's staff like the yeah. staff of six is now staff of two and the you know like everything's been reduced and yeah there's been some bounce back and that's great but everybody's doing way more than they used to and they're tired and i don't want to work 70 hours a week and i get that like yeah. i don't want to do it personally so i if somebody else is like how do i how do i do that so i try to keep things super condensed mm -hmm. for that very reason because like we were saying uh earlier the idea that like you do a campaign and you finish it and like, you're like, Oh, thank God. Finish line. And the <laughs> yeah. craziest part is that's 75, 80% of actual, of the actual thing. And it's so crucial. So, and I, to, to your point, I think that if we could step back a little, like, mm -hmm. and not go at 110, but bring it back to like 80 mm -hmm. and then like kind of swing through, and then have gas left in the tank and like we did it and it you're so it's so much healthier right um yeah. and then you know you wake up and you're like yay i'm going to work versus like oh how many fires today nobody wants that nobody loves that no it's yeah it's an awful place to be right so if somebody is looking at yeah so you have a nonprofit, they're out there they're like okay so let's go ahead and we have giving tuesdays like right around the corner and you have a great mm -hmm free course that people can get. So please go on grantwritingfunding.com forward slash 99. And I'll have Dan's link there for you guys. Um, so you can access that for free. But like, we have something coming up and they're like, okay, I need to raise some money. I need to get this campaign. I have no idea. Like I'm burned out already. <laughs> right? So sure, sure. I don't know 
I like get some money and it not just be like a zero money is gained? You know what I mean? Because I have no idea how to leverage anything or even how to tell a story. And then like Mm -hmm. as a subsequent piece to that, if you could touch on that too, is the, like you just talked about, okay, I did it. You know, Giving Tuesday week is over. So I'm just going to like, because it's not just a day, right? You can go further than a day, but um, totally, you can totally. go ahead and say, okay, that's it. I'm done. You know what I mean? But also the follow-up, how do you follow up and really leverage the work that you've created? So if you can kind of, I know that there's a lot to touch on, but like, just how does yeah, I'll do my best. go about, yeah, like I'm a nonprofit and I'll talk on um, a nonprofit guy I interviewed last week, which is great, Zach Wunson, and he has an aviation nonprofit actually in California as well. So I should definitely hook you guys up. I actually sent him your link already. And he is, yeah, so they do aviation stuff for kids, right? Like they have a simulator and teaching kids how, you know, at-risk kids to really learn how to be pilots. Like it's amazing. So, and he's like, oh my gosh, I've got Giving Tuesday coming up and last year I raised zero, right? So how do I leverage? How do I do a better job and actually gain some donors, some relationships, you know what I mean, out of this? Yeah, I think probably the, the, the wildest part, and this is very counterintuitive, is do not swing for the fences for Giving Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Swing for a single. Like, like total, and not to be sports metaphor crazy, but the idea of, raise 500 bucks like yeah. raise. we're gonna raise 500 and people oh it's so low well what did you raise last year and they'll be like a hundred dollars well that feels like a lot more then because that, that's the other tough part is like well how am i supposed to raise a thousand dollars ten thousand yeah. dollars on one day that is in the midst of everybody and their brother is all still going hey look at me look at me look at me because that's everybody yeah. on giving tuesday so how do you just do that effectively. And I think that the easy part is you kind of go to your bench. Man, I have sports metaphors. You are. It's uh, awesome. today. But, <laughs> but it's, it's um, it, the idea being that just use your email list, let everybody know ahead of time. And so that's why I created the course. And the course is just 40 minutes. It's really quick. It's just seven lessons of just like, hey, this is what I want you to think about. And so what I would say to anybody is like, I don't know what I'm going to do for Giving Tuesday. I'd say, grab your notebook. Because you should always have a notebook. If you don't have one, get one. Grab your notebook, grab a, 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 a yellow pad, and get out of the office. And bring your phone and watch my call, course, because I'm going to give you a little homework to do. And by the time that thing's over, you're going to have like a little campaign for the, for the day, which is a microcosm of what we do on a, on a larger scale. But the idea being that you're just going to, I don't think Giving Tuesday should be a place where everybody puts a whole lot of money in terms of campaign and big stuff you can mm-hmm. but i think it only i think it benefits larger nonprofits in the same way that black friday benefits large retailers right it's the i think it's very similar so if you're a smaller nonprofit or you're you know how do you break out of the noise just mm-hmm. like hey yeah we're doing something it's a thing put it on your website but like if it doesn't go amazing i think it's okay like i don't think anybody should beat themselves up over it but that's also why i think or a hundred, even a hundred dollars. Seriously. Like, Hey, we're going to raise a hundred dollars because we're going to give a scholarship to this kid. Who's going to go to camp for the week or something like that. Just something like that. Like, Hey, we did a thing because then you get to say, we did a neat thing and you have some momentum and you get to talk about a little positive thing. Well, guess what happened? I mean, we're four weeks away, right? From the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the ball game, right? 53% yeah. of all of our giving is happening this fourth quarter. So it's like, I think it's 35% alone is December. 
So it's pretty serious. And, and so I think going in on the positive side of like, hey, we raised $500. We got to do this thing. And it was great. But you have to tie those dollars to a thing. That's really crucial. Um, it can't said, just like be sending like sending someone to camp or like there's that story component, right? Of what you need. Right. Because it gets really personal. Yeah. Because it's like, I want you to give money to Steve or Jane or whoever. Like that's, I mean, you can get it that specific or say like, hey, we're going to provide like, I think, well, it's after, it's after Thanksgiving, but I feel like the shelters do a lot of things like provide 27 meals or, you know, that kind of thing. Like a $25 gift means you just bought 10 meals and that's a really great thing. But like getting to that lowest common denominator, what something can do, like, can you give me, like thinking of it more like a Kickstarter instead of like a big giant campaign, I think is a, what, who, what four people can I talk to and get this money raised? Mm -hmm. Like, and this is a really fun thing to even challenge your board to just say, okay, board, I want to raise $300 and I want to do it in this room right now yes. for Giving Tuesday. Can we do it? And the answer is like, yeah. Yeah, because they got their phones, even if it's not them personally, right? Oh. I've seen that happen mm-hmm. at board in boardrooms where they just like, all of a sudden they call yeah. up a few people. They're like, okay, I just leveraged $5,000 or you know what I mean? And other right. people might pitch in their own money. And it's just like, it's really cool to totally. see that happen. But that does happen in boardrooms. I'm glad you brought that up. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that the, but the big thing is we have, and this is the conditioning or the DNA of the storytelling piece is like, if I'm constantly doing that same kind of thing and like constantly challenging my board to do that, or I'm constantly just saying money, give money, give money, give money, my mm-hmm. audience is going to be tired. They're going to have that donor fatigue. And that's so that's where the idea of the storytelling over the year, because uh-huh. I think in January, you don't ask for money because first off it's silly because everybody just gave you money Mm -hmm. like two seconds ago. Um, But to me, January is the most fertile ground to storytell because there's no connection to whatever you get to just be like, this is why we exist. This is why we're here. This is the, the impact that we're having. And so come that first campaign, February, March, whatever you're going to be doing, all of a sudden you've been like working on people and you've built your email autoresponders and people have checked all your stuff and they've watched welcome videos and they've seen your Facebook live and your webinar and how you're impacting and how you went live and this celebrity and like all of these different tools that we have in our garage of storytelling mm-hmm. that just makes it so much easier when you get down to November and giving Tuesday that you're like, man, wow, what a year. Look at what we did. We talked to you about our why. We talked to you about this spring campaign and you were there for us. Our summer campaign was crazy and you helped us there. And now you told all of your friends during our August acquisition stage that we were doing and you told all your friends and it was so amazing and we gained a thousand new followers. It was so amazing. And here we are giving Tuesday. And we want to do 500 bucks to get these six kids to go on a field trip to the Arboretum. And it's like, okay, great. And it's so specific because the other part that I think is great about Giving Tuesday is that it's not the perpetual, it has an end date. Like there's no perpetual like, oh, right. this guy is just going to be hitting me over the head, asking me for money for the next six months. And I'm going to like unfollow everything and mute everything. And just because you're saying like, listen, it's just 24 hours. We're doing right. this for 24 hours. Yep. Just as a heads up, we're going to be kind of loud tomorrow. Yeah. And I think it's great to even prep people like, hey, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be kind of crazy on Instagram and Facebook and right. Snapchat and TikTok and whatever else. Just letting you guys know, like, so when it happens, everything's cool. The other rough part is, I was just thinking about this, 
for Giving Tuesday is kind of brutal because if you don't do any prep whatsoever mm-hmm. and you just start talking on Tuesday about what you're doing, well, with the out- Instagram algorithm, they might not find out till Thursday. Ah, yeah. So, so you do have to give that heads so up. So it's so important to do that yeah. that prep. And it doesn't have to be like, that's the, the thing. And the reason why I said that did a course because everybody wants to do something for Giving Tuesday. They all, everyone goes, yeah, 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 I got to do that. And I was like, yeah. right, but watch this course. You're done. At the end of the 40 minutes, you'll have a plan and then yep. you can get it started and you can like give it to the minions and the minions will move and that will be an amazing day or your PA or your intern or your right. nephew, whoever, but uh, it, it just gives you a plan and you're off to the races. And then you can go back to worrying about the real thing, which is to mm-hmm. me, if I'm a marketing manager right now, I'm still thinking about end of year giving. I'm yep. really into the okay, what are we doing? Are we talking about end of year giving? Are we talking about like, did you have you given your, your two gifts of 75 bucks or whatever it is that the right. uh, average is for your, for your nonprofit and which, you know, talking to those women in their forties. So, so very well that <laughs> control the entire world. Uh, they do. <laughs> it's, it's real. Like it's so real. It's not, it's not, it's funny. Every nonprofit I, I'm in, uh, I'll say, okay, let's just do a little quick dive into um, who your average donor is. And, mm-hmm. and they'll be like, okay. And I'm like, okay, um, it's forties women. And they're like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, well, just run it, but it's already forties women. I can tell you. And they're like, okay, let's just do a little data. It is forties women. And I'm like, right. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, but I love this. Change in the world. Yeah. So um, we're, as far as like this Giving Tuesday, and I love that you're kind of just like, there's momentum already around it. Jump in, do something, but don't make it your big main thing. Like there's a lot of noise on that day. There's a lot of noise to break mm-hmm. through. So if you just make something specific and at least ride the momentum a little bit and be be very specific about it and intentional, then you right. can do something. You don't have to spend a whole bunch of time, but do something. You know, that's a good, it's a good thing. Otherwise, do. you're the house on your block that has their lights off on Halloween. Right. Yeah, that's exactly what it's like. You don't want to be that. that. I like that. You don't want to be that. No, you don't want to be that. You don't want to be the one that doesn't have candy, doesn't open. They're like, oh, them. Mm." (laughs) Yeah. You want to be like full size bars, and they're like, that's right. We got the chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. That's real. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, which is great. And then, but as you're moving towards Mm -hmm. the end of the year, now were there some components and like. Like you had mentioned, sometimes you have a nonprofit that might say, okay, you know, $75 twice a year, monthly giving, giving, is there anything that kind of works better? Like quarterly giving, monthly giving, you know? Oh, I think monthly giving is where you you want to get people to monthly giving about as fast as you possibly can. So that's why I think a great onboarding tool, like so if you can, if I can meet you and I say, oh, Holly, it's so great to meet you. Thanks for checking out my campaign, my cause can I sign you up for our email list? And because we've just met and people are polite, we say yes. So this is a really great, and it's so, it's not like, cause the other part is on the, on the other side, like we shouldn't feel bad for asking. Cause I know full well, if I send you email and you don't want it, you're going to delete it. You're going to unsubscribe. And you know that too, like this yeah. is an okay agreement, right? Like I'm not, I just need to have permission in the mm-hmm. beginning. Right. And so that's a really important thing. And that's why I think it's so important for every nonprofit to make sure they have it really easy on their website, on their social, that Mm -hmm. you can sign in. And in a perfect world, every nonprofit is actually going to give people who sign up for their their list something like it might just be a PDF on how we're trying to fix. This is our story and how we're fixing homelessness in Los Angeles or this is how we're 
change it. We're cleaning the ocean. This is right. what we've been working on. Something mm -hmm. full color. Maybe it's connected to the annual report. I don't know, but you can be creative. Like, mm -hmm. hey, sign up for this and get a thing. You know, like when people sign up for my email list, they get a whole bunch of different PDFs that'll give them tools. So right. it's that kind of exchange that is really good. And it also, if, if nothing else, the idea that you're going to do like three or four messages to onboard to get people up to speed. And I think that's the big thing that ends with a pretty solid ask from your CEO or, or whoever's running your, your organization and or the founder or what have you to get into that. I mean, as simple as $25 a month, as simple right. as that. Just uh, but don't your... sell, don't let them, let them self-select, bring them to a page that gives them options. I right. can't tell you how many times that, like some people, when, when I've done donor pages, they'll be like, okay, so we have 25, 50, 75, and 100. And I'm like, okay, well, based on the data, though, the data that we have that we've accumulated, the average giving is much higher than $25 a month. So shouldn't we drop $25 a month and start at 75 and leave an other option? Right. If somebody wants to go lower, they can fill it in. Yeah. And it's just, it's wild how those, those small pieces of, um, UI UX kind of uh, that user experience that's going to happen on a, a website. And if you've got somebody who's really great at UI UX, mm -hmm. get them in the mix as soon as possible because storytelling with user experience just becomes this great, beautiful thing that results in tons of bucks, yeah, tons of money because it, it's making it easy for, for me to get to the good stuff quick, mm -hmm. not have any bad feelings, Mm -hmm. And then I'm getting an update. Like, and that's the other big thing. Nonprofits are not really great after the fact that yep. they're not with the after like, Hey, so you did a thing. Yes. What was it like? It was okay. Like I, nobody, there's not a big report back. And that's why I think like a giving Tuesday is great because you get to say things like it was great. Mm -hmm. And it's Wednesday and you're already planning that email. You could, I yeah. can plan that email right now. Thank you so much for being involved with us or giving Tuesday. We were able to blank with blank. Like, I don't know what that's going to be just yet, but I know the rest of the email is going to be positive, happy, thankful, mm -hmm. and encouraging and telling me what's next, right? That's right. the net. What's the next thing? Uh, because if, if it just ends, like people are like, oh, and I think we need, as nonprofits, we need to stop thinking of like, like we're movies, but we have to think like we're a TV series that's mm -hmm. like, Law and Order, and there's 100 billion episodes, and as soon as <laughs> you're gonna binge watch, like, it there's just some, yeah, and yeah. just the idea is like as one's finishing, the next one starts, and that's the, and there has to be a little bit of overlap, mm -hmm. and so thinking through like a Giving Tuesday, so at noon on Giving Tuesday, if it were me, I would be telling you, I'd be all Giving Tuesday in the morning, but at noon I would start. Also, here's our December. Yeah, And then I'd go back to Giving Tuesday. And mm -hmm. you wouldn't hear me talk about December again, but I'm just a little teaser. A little teaser, yeah. hey, there's more info. There's other stuff that we're doing. You can check it out too. But, you know, but thinking through like there's, if we're just one note mm -hmm. all the time, that's not going to work. And I think that that translates into grant writing. Yes. You know, for your audience, thinking through like, if you're just like, boop, 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 this is all the data, boring, 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 flowery, flowery, like, just, yeah. Well, it's, it's part of that too, is um, how we reach out to funding sources. So if we're only asking, you know, the one time of year that they have grant applications open, and that's the only time you communicate with that funding source, 
and I'm talking more like foundations versus federal grants, sure. that's not building a relationship. So I always tell people, right. like, you know, see if you can talk at their board of directors meetings about your nonprofit, even when they don't have solicitations open, because you know they're going right. to open at some point. Like start inviting them to your events. If your mission's really connected with theirs, like develop the yeah. relationship. Don't just don't ask for money once a year, you know? So yeah, it, totally. it's very similar to that. Um, don't just ask, mm -hmm. you know, your your people out there to fund your nonprofit, you know, your donors, your individual donors once a year on Giving Tuesday or at the end of the year. But it's about creating that relationship with them throughout the year, even when you're not asking for money, totally. <laughs> right? Like, totally. And it's, it's the best time because it's not, everybody knows when they put like, okay, accepting applications, they know their email box is going to be full yep. and their phones are going to be ringing and they know all that. Yep. So thinking through like, I actually care about what you guys are doing because what you're doing helps can help me. Yes, that's a thing, but I bet they have needs. And I think to your point, by saying like, I need to think how my fundees mm -hmm. can't, like, what are their problems? How do I fix it? Yeah. Like, cause if you can solve a problem, oh my God. I mean, that's, yeah. that's called money right there. That's just money in the bank. That You're is. solving a problem instead of just, instead of just like, Hey, can I, can yeah. I have some now? Like that's exactly. just not going to work. Exactly. And I think that's the view of a lot of nonprofits too, is like their hands are just open, ready to receive money, you know, are asking for it rather than, um, you know, in a handshake, you know, like a partnership, like, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, that really redefining how you ask and why you're asking. And I love that you developed a story all around that because a lot of the work I do too in, in consulting, it is about the ask. And even though I advise mm -hmm. to do the other part, that's not what they're hiring me for, right? So sure. I do advise for that. So I'm so glad there's people like you out there who actually that's what you do because I mean, that's such a great marriage then for the nonprofit to be like, okay, I've got my grants this way. I've got my, my fundraising and my individual donors this way. And then they kind of have this complete healthy, fiscally healthy nonprofit, right? So it really totally. does tie together, together all those ends that they can use those pieces across sections too. Like you said, grants are great for you to have a, a framework to start doing your story, right? And it, it's really, really good. Mm -hmm. And vice versa, they have a great story that's been developed, a great marketing plan. That's fantastic for grant writers. So it's really yeah. a good thing to look at these. And I think the nonprofits that are listening out there and the consultants that are listening out there could, you know, I, this is gonna be really valuable for them. So um, I know we're gonna be wrapping up here in a minute, but how do you do the follow-up? Like after you do the campaign and people can definitely check out um, what you have available for Giving Tuesday. And even when I was looking at that, I was like, you can even do this for other campaigns, not just Giving Tuesday. I know Giving Tuesday is totally. around the corner if you're like, oh my gosh, it's already too late. You can use this for other campaigns. You can use it to even help if you don't have an end of your giving campaign already set up. Look at this. It's going to give you great ideas to start just, and it's short 40 minutes, right? To go out there, take an hour, grab a coffee, go to a coffee shop, whatever you need to do, mm -hmm. and sit down with your notebook and, and figure this out because that 40 minutes to an hour that you spend doing this, like it's going to just fast track your organization so much. So, yeah. So, how can they kind of follow up? Can, yeah. Can you kind of talk on that? Like, how do you. How to follow up the campaign, like after Giving Tuesday? Yeah. Like, okay, it's thing? over. And now I'm, I'm like done. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, what it, you right. know, what's the easy yeah. way <laughs> to kind of follow up? 
Well, I think I think if if it were me, I would send that email out, and then I would look four weeks from that email, which I think is between the between Christmas and uh, New Year's. Okay. And the that Wednesday, like I'm, let me look at my calendar here real quick, but I'm pretty sure that okay, there we go. So, oh, Christmas is on a Wednesday. Mm. Oh, how about that? So, what I would do is that plan for maybe like Saturday the twenty eighth. Yeah. I would say, hey, remember last month? Mm-hmm. Last month we did this thing and it was awesome and it was so great and um, <laughs> we just have a few few days before our end of year giving so we want to let you know that our website is still receiving mm-hmm. uh, donations and you can you could do that same donation again you could you know we're we're doing this or we have this other thing going on I bet there's a main campaign that does or, or a main program that does very well that everybody you know it's like the go to program that everybody talks about. Right. It's a great time to remind everybody about that because at that time of year, people are thinking about, oh yeah, where am I? How do I talk to my uh, my accountant? Do I need to spend some money? Do I need to? What do I need to do? Right. Just having that top of mind, and that's why I think it's important to do like several emails in in the month of December specifically about that. But thinking about what's that? What's that next thing? Mm-hmm. If it's it's also a great place. Like if you're using tags, like in your email campaigns, and people have given. Uh, it's an. It's also a great time to fold them into whatever your onboarding uh, option is uh, to to share with them your welcome video on what you do and why you do it. You know, to connect a little more, like because they've already given money, so maybe don't hit them with the head with with the money, but talk to right. them about your story. Right. And because I've in all of my fundraising, I have I've raised several hundred million dollars, and I have I never I'm not afraid to ask you for. A thousand dollars right now, but I also know if I get you on my team, mm-hmm. I don't even have to ask because you're right. like, I really want to insert myself into this great thing that's happening. Right. Yeah. So it's more about like really communicating what you're doing and how awesome it is, and just how people can feel really good about it, about being involved. And yeah, people mm-hmm. naturally want to come on board, but it is having that process. Like you have to go through the process of following up with people, like not just expect right. them just to like be flocking to your website, but the ones that come, get them into what you're doing and right. and having that, that thank you, but not just a thank you, <clears throat> you know, like here's, thank you so much for giving and that's it. You don't hear from them, but to keep telling your story. Right. So I like that. I love that bit. And having some kind of flow where it's set up where there's a welcome video, even if it's just you on your iPhone, like you're the ED of your nonprofit, like saying thank you. Like it doesn't have to be super expensive. Like it can be very low hanging Mm -hmm. uh, fruit that you can Mm -hmm. do just to communicate that story to people. So these are great. And yeah, for those people that are interested in knowing more about how to do this in the total walkthrough, do check it out. Um, it is a 40 minute free Giving Tuesday uh, webinar. It's fantastic. It's going to talk all about audience behavior, your editorial calendar, even, which is amazing promotion. Mm-hmm. And then they gave now what I love that. And that's also another book mm-hmm. you're working on. So yeah, so we're excited to see that coming out soon. So you can talk more about that kind of transition, right? Then what? <laughs> What's next? Yeah, it'll be that it'll be the it'll be book two and then nonprofit narrative series. And it, it, it's all about creating that campaign and getting people to the next the next thing like okay so i how do i build the momentum into my storytelling and how do i make this great campaign and it has to do with things like rest because yeah. rest is so crucial and it is i do think it's really funny that everybody was like hustle 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 like last year but everybody this year is like self care yeah. um and isn't that funny so <laughs> but but it is it is funny how like nonprofits you know it's 
it's the gas tank has been empty for a long time and, and it's amazing what even a half day like take friday afternoon like yes. and think yeah. about what you're doing and get out of the office and keep working because it's still sitting there but go someplace I, there's a museum uh the huntington gardens here in la that mm -hmm. i just like go to and you know i see art and it gets my brain going or, or get out in nature or something like that because that that is very restorative and that kind of that reset button is super helpful when i'm uh stuck and i'm needing to recharge so i think that's i think that's really a, a huge part of creating a great campaign is being in the right mindset and i think fun is also a huge piece because i think a lot of nonprofits are like wah, 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 and it's like yeah. wow so burned out they're just like i gotta do the next thing Super, I yeah roll. yeah and it's like let's have some fun de-stress like and then those creative ideas will come like people will be inspired and it won't feel like oh my gosh i'm gonna fall asleep at my desk because i'm so burned out but i'll be like i want to work and i want to do right. these things right so definitely important right. so we're really looking forward to that book i'll definitely um you know, let people know about that when it comes out. But the other book, like you have Thank already you. the nonprofit narrative, and we'll have a link mm -hmm. to that once again on grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 99. And I'll give you all links to Dan's website. But right now, where can people directly reach you? Yeah, they can, I mean, they can find me on Instagram and Twitter uh, at Dan Portnoy. I have to, I'm, uh, Instagram's private, Twitter's wide open, but uh, that doesn't mean people, I, people can follow me and I just like to know what's going on. I got kids and stuff, yeah. so I like to, yeah, yeah. you know, be safe. I think it's a, a smart move, but yeah. And also um, there's a bunch of resources on my website for end of year giving. Um, there's actually scripts I've got there for end of year giving for uh, email onboarding with that um resources for uh just a lot of different things you can that people can grab and it's on portmymediagroup.com okay so yeah so if you guys were kind of like what is he talking about with that email stuff <laughs> like mm -hmm. right exactly i love that you have templates already and scripts developed like that just helps mm -hmm. and that's at www.portnoy that's p-o-r T-N-O-Y, uh, mediagroup.com, right? So people mm -hmm. can definitely, um, and like I said, I'll have a link too for you guys. It's just easier that way. But otherwise, check him out directly. Get the downloadables. Get those sheets because those are all free. He has those available, and they're just going to help you. And if you're interested in working with Dan, too, like see what the work he's done on his website. It's really cool. You've done so much work with for-profit, very creative, like movie trailers even, um, music videos, like all different things, mm -hmm. but also a lot of work with the nonprofit world too. So there's so many um, different things that you do that, that are very creative, even recording books, like producing. You're such a, you have so much talent in, in that, <clears throat> excuse me. So yeah, Thank so you. it's really, really cool to see all of the various things that you do and how you can really help others then structure, you know, cause just knowing that like, having that person in the shed, the tool shed, <laughs> the mechanic. Totally. Yeah. That person. Like, <laughs> don't I've don't put people in the person. tool shed. <laughs> yeah, don't put people in a shed. That's, not like, that's not a good idea. Yeah, games, I don't know, sports. <laughs> We've got all these different kind of metaphors today. I'm a little lost. Kidnapping and anyway. <laughs> you need the picture or whatever. So they need you. No, definitely check out Perfect. Dan. He's great. Um, and yeah, I've just been really it's such a pleasure having you on the show today. I'm so glad you came on. This has been really helpful for me because this is not my industry. So, you know, like as far as the storytelling fundraising, I'm the grants person. So this is really mm -hmm. fantastic. I love it. So anything you want to add to this? Well, thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it uh, very much. It's great talking with you.
Awesome. Yeah, I'm, yeah. and I'm super excited for Star Wars. That's like on my brain right oh, now. Oh yeah. My kid's so excited. It's all Star oh, Wars. Oh yeah, we're right going. Now. It's all, <laughs> it's all Star Wars. Well, on the day before you, so you know, because Guam, we're heading. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Lucky. <laughs> All right, Dan, thanks again so much. I hope you have a fantastic Giving Tuesday. Yeah, everything happens for you. And all your clients are happy. So awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. Do you want to join the Changemaker Tribe and get courses, downloadable checklists, samples of awarded grants, behind-the-scenes live Q&A with myself and the tribe, and discounts on grant services? Be sure to join the Changemaker membership at www.grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash membership. Thank you for listening to this grant writing and funding podcast. I hope you've enjoyed your time. For more questions, email Holly at holly at grantwritingandfunding.com or visit www.grantwritingandfunding.com.